Right. Right. On the weekend. Well, my fu- like the reason I like it is the, the, just the vibration sound on the nightstand is brutal. Well, I need it because of the watch. I don't have on right now, but I don't want a notification oh, yeah. to go to the watch while I'm you know, sleeping. You know what it is for me? It's the nights where like you're trying to go to sleep and you're just getting a barrage of NBA updates or like NFL free agency and the Schefter notifications coming through 50 at a time. Uh, that's how it used to be for the me for our uh, our DM chain, where it would just be oh, like I'd look yeah. down and be like ninety seven <laughs> notifications. That's got to be muted. Yeah, yeah, it's long sure. muted. We got an ownership update coming right now, so Don't. we seem to be good. What's going on, everybody? Good morning, happy Sunday. Welcome to the awesome.com NBA Strategy Show presented by Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports. I'm Dave Lochran at Lafay underscore D on the Twitters, L O U G H Y underscore D. For those of you podcast listeners out there, joined by Josh Ingerman at Josh Ingerman, breaking down a six gamer, 6 p.m. start time tonight. What's going on, bro? Not much. I've been waiting desperately to start this show. Uh, because I get to talk to you. I don't care at all about any of those six games that are going to happen today because this is the anniversary of the 2015-2016 Warriors led by the Barnacle of the Bay (laughs) going off on the fourth quarter to take out the Celtics from the 2K tournament. Wait. Seriously? Seriously. 15-16 Warriors, 58. 07 08 Cavs 51. The Barnacle of the Bay goes nuts in the fourth quarter. That was March 27. Was that two years? That was two years ago. Two years ago. Wow. For anyone that's that's been with us for a minute now, maybe not the real OGs, but it could be, or just anyone yeah. that some people found us during the 2K sims. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I hadn't even, they were just looking for something to do. Uh, that was that was one of the great. Like, despite how shitty all of that was, we had an absolute blast doing those Sims shows. The barnacle of the bay, baby. I still remember getting up out of my seat and running around my office. Yeah, I was going crazy in here. I was probably drunk because we didn't really have anything else to do. But there was no probably. I'm pretty sure we were. Yeah, we had like a neighborhood quarantine. So everyone from our neighborhood would hang outside. You know, we'd, we'd bring a fire pit out front onto the sidewalk. Just like in kind of trashy style, but nobody cared at the time. There's no one was going yeah. anywhere. And I just moved into this house. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like that week. Like if, if quarantine didn't end, I think everyone in my neighborhood would be out of a job. They'd be up 150 pounds, you know, like yeah. it was, but it was one of those times where you'll never do it. in an odd way. We still talk about this a lot. Like it was, it was one of those things that you, you wouldn't want it to keep going. No. But it was kind of an experience that you'll never live again, you know, ever. It, no, no, no. I'm saying in the sense of like, the, for me, like the quarantined neighborhood parties for two oh, straight yeah, yeah. months. Gotcha, you know, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I won't be able to do that when I'm 45. No, probably not. Right. I don't know. You just, you just need a little one to get to college. You, your next chance to do that is high school or later. You're going to have a hard time being wrecked every yeah, day when oh, yeah. she's nine. You know you know, it's funny, too, is it's funny you mentioned that I went. Jordan has the pinned Zoom link in in our in our DM. Right. Yeah. And I, I usually I could just click on it from pin, but I accidentally clicked it. So it went back to when it was like when the original post was. Yeah. July 23rd, 2020. Insane. So Jordan's been with us for a minute now, too. Yeah, I know. It's time moves too quickly. It's. Kind of crazy. Uh, happy to have you guys with us, though. Yeah, those shows were wild. Not sure. Said not only that, like they were sponsored by FanDuel, and I, <laughs> I mean, you had a couple bangers in there where you know, you know how just low key Ben is. Like when you said something, he'd want to laugh, but he wasn't sure if he should laugh. And I'm not looking at your expression. I'm just watching Ben the whole time, yep. see how he would respond. Yeah. Yeah, that was, look, what was going to happen? We didn't have anything going on. <laughs> yeah. Black Mane said it's supposed to be social distance. Well, we, we were all outside, man. We're all outside. Yeah. None of us got COVID until, I didn't get COVID until 2022, till the Omicron. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, you, COVID doesn't want this smoke, man. It's because you don't leave the house, though. 
Not true. I I'm jam myself into Liverpool free, bars but... cheering for soccer every chance I get. Yeah, yeah. Or you did have it and you just never knew. It's also very possible. Certainly possible. I mean, Omicron was wildfire. You know? I'm the type of person that when they get sick, it sucks. So I don't feel like I would have really got bad. You had the flu really bad a couple of years ago. I remember like it you was, were on death. It door. was right before COVID. It was two months before that. Maybe it was COVID. Yeah, that's what I've always said. It was Christmas. It was Christmas. I just drag- came here in like November for all we know. Right? They, they traced mean, the first. Katie was at those Boston conferences. <laughs> huh. Maybe I COVID. Maybe that's why it was so bad. Maybe, maybe it, you. Dude, were I've like, never felt like that before in my life. If that's COVID, I hope everybody never gets COVID because that sucked. Yeah, maybe you had the original. You saying COVID doesn't want this smoke? Watch, you were like one of the first to get Patient it in America. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Randy Marsh. <laughs> Everyone blames Rudy Gobert. It was Josh Engelman. All right, and I'm kidding. Obviously, Rudy Gobert was not the actual patient zero. But and uh, do you remember Stephen like, Leibowitz said it. Josh gave COVID to Gobert. Oh, yeah, there you go. And you remember that Contagion movie, like just dropped on Netflix and people (laughs) still. That was a hell of a time. Anyone. Or anyway, happy to have you guys here on a Sunday morning. Hit that thumbs up if you haven't done so yet. Get it to 100 out of the gate. Subscribe to the channel. We're oh, nice. 74,800 plus. So less than 200 away from 75K, man. We're, we're doing big things around here. We are indeed. And subscribe uh, and hit that join down below if you want the free super chats each month, custom emojis, those sweet badges, got some people iced out for their one year. Always prioritize your questions and comments along with our premium Discord members as well. So get in on that if you want to get in on that. If not, that's cool too. But yeah, man, I, I was, and we'll get into some basketball in just a second, but I, I will say like when that happened, it was a pretty scary thought because it's like, yeah, okay. You work from home and, and everything. And I sure sports will come back at some point. I was far more optimistic than all of you. I said it would be back in a few months. You said it'd be done for a year. You were just half glass, half empty, you know, doom and gloom, but it was, it was pretty scary at the time where I remember Ben gave me a college basketball game to tail him on. And it was like the last one there because they didn't end up doing March Madness. Remember they canceled the game at halftime? I do. Yeah. And like hockey and then then, baseball or basketball. I remember coming out of my hockey game and seeing uh, the Rudy Gobert thing. I tell all of my buddies, I was like, this isn't going to be good. This is before that. And they're all like, whatever, dude, this happens all the time. They're kind of right. Right. Swine flu, avian flu, all that. It, It never materializes. Uh, and then the, the Gobert thing happened and you find out that the league is shutting down indefinitely. And you're just kind of like, all right, what's going on? It was yeah, a I wild just remember, time. I'll be honest though. When I, when that first, uh, like, and I, I'm sure it was a DK alert that popped up on my phone. That's just how I think it works for everybody at this point. Um, that popped up that the NBA was temporarily suspending the season per Shams or Woj, whoever actually got it out there first. I just remember being like, huh, well, either sports never come back or, Spring vacation. <laughs> it was it was spring vacation. I didn't realize how bad it was actually going to be, but I was pumped. To I already worked that- from home. Like I wasn't super worried about it because I lived in a place where it wasn't really important. I know that's like I, I don't mean it to sound ridiculous. It's just like I know it's not a walkable mean. town. I'm not jammed into people. I'm already spread out. I already work from home. I know what you mean. Yeah, I was Nothing the same was way. For me. I was the same yeah. way. Yeah. I, it, yeah. It, it was something, man. But it ultimately, like you look at it, the fact that they pulled the bubble off was really insane. If you look back on that, the fact, and you know what? Credit those players too. That was yeah. like, I, don't get me wrong. I, I got in, you know, in the beginning, they were having a blast. Who was it? Uh, was it, who was it that was Myers was, Leonard got real into bags? It was Leonard, the, the shotgunning <laughs> beers, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's he was shotgunning was them in like ice baths and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They were having a blast at first. They were fishing. I remember Andre Drummond was out like fishing and stuff and and they were were playing golf and everything. But then it was then it was like, okay. I remember some of them. One of them, I think, left with with like mental health issues. Oh, yeah. I mean, Daniel House was bringing in people out of the woodwork and cooking up with uh, employees of the Disney campus and all that. Someone brought strippers or escorts in, didn't they? Didn't Rashawn Holmes get suspended because he ordered wings? 
Oh, and he went to pick him up and he broke the, the he walked bubble. out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, no, like he really did this and he, it's a problem, but yeah, he, he wasn't doing anything dumb. He just got food and left and picked it up. <laughs> yep. Kobe said the people that organize the bubble need to get hired by the government. Now I'm good on that. Bro. I mean, you want to do a sports league. That's fine. You ain't locking me in a bubble. That's crazy. The Austin, but I do agree. Do the the government bubble. Do agree. The government uh, is, yeah, they, they find they find problems for every solution. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jordan Klein producing today's show. He looks cold. Does, I mean, look at this guy right now. Well, apparently, he was just knocking back eight hundred. Uh, I don't know, frou frou martinis yesterday. No. So it might be a tough day for him. Some milk teas. Are you hungover, Jordan? I am very hungover. I have. <laughs> I had like, over yeah, I had lychee martinis. If you ever have like, if, like if you guys oh, okay. have ever so heard John, of one of those, you already told Josh. Yeah. I don't know any of the stuff you drink. If we're yeah. just being complete, everything you tell me, I don't know. I guess you're too um, upscale for. for I, I, I don't know. know. Yeah, it's not upscale. Yeah, it's like you got a culture and stuff. You know, I don't. I'm not saying you're uncultured, but I am, I, and I'm kind of proud to be uncultured. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't really. When it comes to. For me, being cultured is uh, I do what I like to do. I do a take, you know, I I guess you could just call me impulsive. I, it would be fair. Leashy martinis. Ugh, nothing sounds worse. No, I'm, Jordan, how I, old are you? Saying, do I want to be cultured? That, Jordan, how old are you? 27. 27? I'm tw- 27. I'll be 28 this year, yeah. Okay. Yes, well, obviously. At that time, I was just drinking. <laughs> as many 16 ounce PBRs as I could find. And you're like, oh, I need obscure fruit markets. <laughs> right. That's exactly, I, I mean, the milk tea, the, the boba tea, which I actually looked up. There are several of those places within 10 miles of me. So yeah, maybe I'll try it's, it's super common. That's why I was really surprised yeah. that you didn't even, you didn't at least just like no. know what it was. I told you I'm, I'm uncultured. Jordan said it didn't and like took it back, but that's okay. I'm okay with that. Anyway, yeah, he had the hood pulled up like it was just his last day on earth. <laughs> the hood, but the, then the sweatshirt pulled up over his mouth. <laughs> All right, six games, Josh. You ready to do this? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So we've got Phoenix hosting the 76ers. Did we get our ownership update yet? Let me just see if it came in. We did. We did. Okay, good. We're good to go. So Phoenix hosting the 76ers, Sixers four and a half point dogs. Should be a fun game here. Yeah. Uh, still can't believe that spread on Phoenix the other day. Just, all over it, dude. Yeah, yeah. All all over it. And and everybody should have should have hit that. It, I, I DM'd you too. It was crazy. You were sleeping. It was third quarter was over. And Phoenix is shooting 60% from the field and they're losing after three and Booker had 43 because the Nuggets legit couldn't miss. They were 58 from three and then fourth quarter Suns pulled away from that one and won it easily in the end. But I don't, do you know what the line actually closed at? One. It did. Yeah. It closed it with Suns plus one. Yeah. Yeah. So you're getting great. But when you get that type of movement on, on a spread in an NBA game, you know, without like, anything even that notable happening? Cause it's not like Chris Paul was ruled out and then in. Yeah. yeah you have to take it for sure. All over it. Do you Proud think, uh, do you think we should be targeting James Harden today? I do think we should be targeting James Harden today. 9,900 on FanDuel, 10 K on DraftKings. He's pulling a little bit of ownership. Nothing crazy. I actually like him a little bit more than what our ownership shows. Uh, particularly on Fandle, shooting guard, small forward too. He's just really, to me, he's really easy to get to. I don't think he's the best payup option. We'll get to a, a couple of those in a bit, but I'm certainly interested. I, I mean, really, it's it's just Harden and Embiid. You, you can get a little bit of maxi if you want, particularly on Fandle at 6,300. I don't project him well, 0.77 fantasy points per minute. You know, we're talking about below average usage. Not too much of an assist rate at this point now that Harden's here, but even still, it's a minutes game. And I, I think there's enough minutes there for Maxi to still provide some value, at least bigger than the 3% ownership he's showing on FanDuel. He still has it. Yeah, it's yeah. just, what are you willing to pay for him on, on draft games? 
I mean, it's not like would I pay this on, on a six game slate? Would I be mad that I got shares of Maxi today at no ownership? Absolutely not. I wouldn't. 7K is a lot. I mean, we're talking, you're going to need like 45 out of him. It's That's tough. hard as the third option. If you maybe you want to say that he's the fourth option, up to you on Tobias Harris. But and it's hard against like a top, yeah, a third or yeah. fourth. They're they're basically interchangeable at this point. I think you'd agree on that. Yeah, Harris and and, and Maxi in terms of just like usage right now. But yeah, I mean, I have them both at the exact same usage. I have Maxi as a more efficient shooter. Yeah, he is. Tobias Harris just isn't that good. But where is he going to be next year? I don't know. Hopefully not Philly. I I, I don't think he, I think Daryl's going to cut him off like a how long? Rotted, how many how many limb. years left on his too contract? Too many. He's on a max. Yeah, too many years. Um, I already forgot his name. Tobias Harris. <laughs> I started typing it and immediately just stopped I, in I, my I, tracks. Not surprising. He has two years left. Thirty-eight okay. mil a piece. I mean, it's thirty-seven and thirty-nine, but you get it. Phoenix is kind of interesting, though, because Chris Paul is 66 on FanDuel still. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Ayton on DraftKings is 6,700. So I, some of these guys are and, – and by the way, Cameron Johnson's out. JaVale McGee is out today as well. Do you, do you think – and I, I don't necessarily know how much weight to put into this, but do you think with JaVale McGee, who's dealing with an illness, uh, sitting – I was going to say, do you think you get more minutes for, for Aiton? But it's not like McGee was playing. He played nine and ten minutes over the last two games anyway. No, I just assumed that they throw whatever McGee was going to do to Biombo and call it a day. Biombo yeah. flat minimum 3K. Now, if Aiton gets into foul trouble, Biombo can be a little bit interesting. But I don't think it's anything too crazy to write home about. You pointed out Chris Paul's price on FanDuel, 6,600. He's pretty clearly the best option you're going to get to from Phoenix. Uh, Aiton's probably pretty close, but... Just $6,600 Paul doesn't make a ton of sense. The guy that I like the most, though, in this game is actually Mikel Bridges on DraftKings. He's $5,700. That's $900 cheaper than he is on uh, on FanDuel. We're talking about a guy that plays like 38 minutes a game. He's not a great per-minute guy. I got him at 0.82 for today. But you just take that playing time on a day like today. I assume he hates Philly and like gets wants to like beat them a little bit more. Uh, not that I care about narratives or anything like that. It's, it's not changing anything, but it makes me feel better knowing that he could have been on the Philadelphia 76ers and just isn't. And well, he not was as much ownership. He was but, for about what 30 minutes. I mean, technically he never was, but yes, he was, you know what, you know what I mean? Bri- briefly drafted and traded. And he was so stoked. Him and his mom were like, his mom works for Philly crying tears of joy. And then they go, eh, we like uh, Zaire Smith. Yeah. Yeah. What? And then they immediately, he got like some sort of disease and lost like 40 pounds. Oh, that's right. And then he had, yeah. and then he had the toe or the foot, the foot thing too. Yeah. There was like the Philly first round rookie curse where they just wouldn't play their first season. Well, yeah, they were either drafting them knowing they wouldn't, or they got hurt immediately with Fultz, uh, obviously Embiid, Nerlens Noel, Okafor played, but he, it, it obviously wasn't going great for him out of the gate. No. Speaking it, of Okafor, Dukey's baby. What's that? Duke, Duke, Carolina, potentially next Saturday in the biggest game in college basketball history. Nah, St. Peter's, dude. If, if Carolina loses to St. Pete's tonight, I'm going to be so that, pissed. The, the thing that's going to suck, and by the way, how many games do you think Xavier Smith played in his career? 24. 13. Oh, okay, worse than that. First round pick. Start to, anyway, uh, the, the thing with St. Peter's, you know what would happen is if they were to win and get or get to the finals, get to the championship, they just get annihilated. Truck and sticked. it's the what? They'll get truck sticked. And it'll be the worst game ever. It's like, okay, fun run. And now the game that everyone's been waiting for is an abomination. So. Uh, I love the Cinderella stories. I think it's great. I think you you don't have to, but if you don't think it's great for the, what's good is like they get eliminated in the final four or something, but it's good for the tournament. There's no doubt about that to have these Cinderella teams. It's good for the tournament. As long as two good teams get into the finals. I honestly don't know. Really? I've never, I've never like, I don't know if they're more likely. Okay. So put it this way. I don't, 
I'm guessing, and this is probably a unique spot since it's going to be potentially Duke and Carolina, but let's just say that instead of St. Pete's, Carolina was Michigan in this example. So the winner would play Duke. I don't, I think the nation would want Michigan to win from a ratings perspective than St. whoever the hell it is. St. Peter's? Sure. Like I'm guessing it's still better for TV ratings if it's the good teams. Here's the thing, though. I I don't know if that's true, though. I don't know. For someone like me that really doesn't even watch any college basketball games, like I legitimately don't. I think I've watched maybe two of them so far in March Madness. It's just I don't whatever. I mean, I'll watch the championship. I'll watch, you know, what some of these games coming up. But uh, for me, like this one tonight between UNC and St. Peter's is actually interesting to me, like because they're a 15 seed. So Wow, see, I'm looking at it the opposite way. It's only interesting to me because if Carolina wins, they play Duke. I don't give a shit about St. Peter's. So to me, it's super interesting if St. Peter's wins this game and knocks off another top seed. Like that it ruins is- the entire tournament if St. Peter's wins today. Why? Because then we get we don't get Duke versus Carolina in the final four. They've never so, played in the NCAA tournament before. This is Coach K's last year. This is the biggest game in the history of college oh, basketball. Oh, for like, yeah, play. for real, for real college basketball fans, I could certainly see that. For that, but that's that's what I'm saying. For me, I don't really care about any of that history. That's all. That's that's ridiculous. Why would I? Why would I care? I don't know about that. I don't care about that. It means Do you nothing. care about a, a crappy team that no one gives a shit about. Always, yeah, winning just, one additional game for I nothing. I want chaos. You're crazy. I want chaos. You're crazy. Sure. I guess. I'm not saying it'd be good for ratings. I'm just saying I don't care about Duke and UNC. Plus, their name is the St. Peter's Peacocks, which is, <laughs> I mean, that's just spectacular. What state are they? St. Peter's University in New Jersey. In Jersey City. What? Yeah. Huh. You less likely to cheer for them now. They play at the Run Baby Run Arena. Of course they do. That that sounds like something God would want their school to be named after. Their their head coach is Shaheen Holloway. Yeah. Well, that makes me like him more. I love that guy. All right. You should. He's actually kind of cool. He's not going to be their head coach for the moment they lose tonight. He stops being their coach and starts being the head coach at Seton Hall. Is that true? I never heard of him. Yes. All right. Well, I don't know why anybody would care about St. Peter's. I don't get it. Because I just like seeing good teams get knocked off. That's insane. And, and everybody Can you imagine uh, me like, oh, I really hope Oklahoma shit. City sneaks into the play in and wins a round. I'd be like, no, they're awful. I want the best teams to keep winning. You know what? Now I want St. Peter's to get to the championship and lose by 50. That, that's what I want. Just scorched earth. What is wrong with I, you? I'm just saying now you've, you've pushed me. You've pushed me to my limits. And I've, I've decided that now I just want nothing good for anybody. I'm going straight nihilism. Nothing means anything. Life is meaningless, Josh. And uh, it should be meaningless and torturous for everybody. How do you think about that? You're the worst. What else do you want from Phoenix? Like, do, McGee or not, even though he's at, is, is Aiton still, I think he's still viable on DraftKings at a mid 6k price point, even going up against Joel Embiid and company. Yeah. I, I mean, I like Aiton and Bridges the most from Phoenix on DK. I like them more than Booker and Paul for today. I just think there are better options than Booker and Paul uh, and, and that price, those price tags uh, in other games. Thomas Kane. Josh is a Catholic basher, typical Brooklyn hipster. <laughs> I didn't think about that. It's because it's a Catholic university that you hate that. I'm Catholic. No, you're not. I have been confirmed. You're a faux Catholic. What's your confirmation name? Go before you Ju- can make some. Julius. Up. Oh, yeah? Yes. Did you go to a CCD? Yes, up you until did? eighth grade. Okay. When's the last time you've been to the Catholic church? Whenever someone dies or gets married. That's what I thought. Next game, Minnesota yeah. and Boston. Never lived in Brooklyn in my life. No, I don't think you're a Brooklyn hipster. I don't even think you're a hipster. No, not so much. No, I'm not trying to eat, drink oat milk out of a gourd or whatever bullshit <laughs> they do. Hey, Jordan would make for an excellent. I feel like he is, in some sense, yeah. a hipster. 
Yeah. You don't Lychee, wear martinis flannel. and milk. T- yeah. Just preposterous. Do you have like a woodworking shop on somewhere <laughs> in that apartment of yours? A lathe? Yeah. Yeah. Do you make like novelty it? soaps? And you know, yeah, he's making novelty soaps in Birkenstocks. Yeah. Like he's got to wear the Birkenstocks. He's got a craft pickle company <laughs> that he's been working on. For sure. And, and, and you know, like probably f- trying to figure out a way how to brew IPAs. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. The, the IPA is always, <laughs> what'd you say? A leashy IPA with boba yeah. tea in it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, um, you know the people that only drink IPAs are your like all-time hipsters. Like you're, they're your, you know, this day and age hipster is yeah. like IPA only. I'm I not. I prefer an it if I'm honest. I like them. I prefer the taste. Like I said, I'm uncultured. I also prefer to just not drink beer at this point. I haven't drank a lot of beer lately either. I like. I love. Not that this is beer. High noons are fantastic. I'm just telling you right now, they're delicious. Try them. You have to get them from the liquor store. They're awesome. I don't know what that is. Try them. They're good. They're expensive, but it's worth it. Minnesota, Boston, Malik Beasley out there. Six point dogs, 228 total here. Beasley was getting decent minutes before this injury, but excuse me. I had a leftover breakfast from yesterday this morning, a bunch of pancakes and eggs, Benedict and and a whole lot more. And it's coming up, but we're going to make it through this. The Patrick Beverly, is getting the most ownership here. And, and then you've got just like a smattering of, you know, similar projected ownership of Edwards and Russell and Vanderbilt and, and Jalen Noel, uh, given that Beasley's out here. Can we just start with the, the, the top price guys? And, and I do want to just throw this out there to you because Towns is only getting like 8%, but DraftKings has kind of dumped the prices on a lot of these Minnesota players. Yeah, I like a lot of Minnesota here, and I, I normally wouldn't against Boston, but we're seeing the ownership coming in, and I totally agree with it. On FanDuel, Edwards, Russell, Beverly, and Vanderbilt are all 18 to 28% owned, and I think all of that is fully warranted. I think Vanderbilt is, like, the guy that I'm most interested in, but I hate getting to. Edwards is the guy that I like getting to the most. Russell's 5,700. I don't really know why that price exists, but he looks good. And it's the same situation on DraftKings. Are they owned a little bit less? Yes. It's like 15, 15, 15. Then you get to Beverly at 29. I think that 29% for Beverly is a little out of whack, but it's a $4,600 price tag. So I don't really want to get away from it. I just want to play a lot of Minnesota. And the weirdest part of it all is the guy I want to play the least is their unquestioned best player. Yeah. (laughs) Anthony Edwards. No, no, I know. I, know. I think Koji. I, yeah. there was a period there where Koji was getting a ton of rot back a couple of years ago when everybody on yeah. that team was hurt. Like yeah. everybody was hurt. That was back when God was that when Butler was still there. Yes. Was, was Rose in Minnesota too at one point? Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, but you remember when all their guards were out? Yeah. I mean, well, he was playing a lot just in general because they thought that he was going to be like a defensive stopper. Right. Former, former first round pick, former lottery pick, I believe. Yeah. That's true. So I think when it comes to Boston, we might Oof. have a little bit to talk about here, Josh, because Al Horford is out today. Now, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are both probable, but Grant Williams probably gets the nod. He's. Yeah close to six or close to minimum salary. We've seen him get those starts uh, when like, even if it's Robert Williams out, you'll just get Horford at the five and then Grant at the four, Uh, but he should start. And then Robert Williams is six K against Minnesota. Let me say though, Minnesota defensively has been a top five defense since the all-star break. So, or since the trade deadline, they have played much better defense, but at the same time, it's hard, really impossible for that matter to get away from this Boston front court, given that Horford's 30 plus minutes are out of the rotation. It's hard to get rid of anything from, or to get away from anything from Boston yeah. here. Minnesota is the fastest team in basketball right now. Boston in my metric is 24th. They gain like four possessions above their average. Whether you want to go to Tatum, 9,400, 9,600, one of my top five plays of the day, Jalen Brown, 7,200 and 7,900, one of my top five plays of the day. 
Time Lord, Robert Williams, 6,800 on FanDuel. Andy has the power forward eligibility, just 6K on DraftKings. Fully warranted at 38% ownership. He's probably the best overall play of the day. Grant Williams is priced up a little bit on FanDuel. Still looks good at 4,400. 3,600, small forward, power forward, probably playing 30-something minutes. Looks incredible. Marcus Smart still looks really good, although he's definitely my least important guy of the five guys. But for Tatum, Brown, and the two Williamses, the William I, I don't know how to say that properly, just play them a lot. You're not going to find spots better than this. The Williamses? It's Williamses. But it's so weird. I know. I've always found it strange to put like an ES in the back of something like that. Agreed. You know, it yeah. just doesn't look right. But I think it's the only appropriate way to do it. I think Jordan's so. shaking his head. All right, my cultured son, please tell me what is the correct spelling of that. It's 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 just Williams, and then there's just an apostrophe after that. No, S. that would be no. Nope, that's ownership. No, dummy. That's possessive. Ah, oh, damn. What are two Williams? Right. Williams is Williams. Not if we're talking about yeah. the not if we're talking about like the the Williams team or something. Then you would say, yeah, yeah it's the Williams apostrophe. It's their, yeah. This guy. You need to get he was the regular martinis. He was confident too. He's got that hangover, brain fog, feeling good. Maybe it's like deer. Like Williams is plural and singular at the same time. Huh. Or like fish. I don't think so, dude. I don't think it's like fish. I think it is. They're not. No, we're not talking about like a a, a, a species, like multiple from a species. We're not. No. No, we're talking about a name. Kyle Brown, Williams, said gag gaggle of Williams. Yes, a murder <laughs> of Williams. <laughs> An exaltation man. of Williams. Man, Jordan was really over there. Shake like wide shakes of the head. Like, nah, you guys are idiots. <laughs> um, I would I want to wrap up Boston and then get to yeah. a couple of other games here, which is sure. kind of what we're supposed to be doing. Do you think there's any additional value? that we can get to, or is this mostly because it, to me, it feels like just the starting five are all viable and then it falls off a cliff. Yeah. I mean, if you want to take shots on Derek white, he'd be the only other guy that I would really care to get to. Uh, otherwise it's, it's Tatum Brown, the, the Williams is <laughs> as a top four smart, a very clear fifth for me. And then Derek white is like sixth. All right. Yes, you got to win a tournament tonight, just so you can see he took it down with the Williamses. Yeah. Golden State, seven-point favorites, 219 total in Washington. You know people who say it like that? That's the worst. Yeah. Oh, my friend's dad, you know, would be like, hey, Pat, uh, sweatshirt's in the wash. God damn. Just... No, it isn't. Do you <laughs> do you hear yourself? Golden State. Uh, how did how did I mean I, I know how it does I know how this happens because how do you add fucking, an R to a, an essay? Well, the how, how do you how does how do like teachers let that happen throughout school? But it's probably because your teacher probably said it too. Right. <laughs> like well, you know it's I, big I know where that's getting said, and I know how many more people in the class are saying it the exact same way. So <laughs> Yeah, the Warsh that's not a one-off. That's a lot of people. Yeah, or the people that just put like an R on the like Minnesota. Yeah, just strange stuff. Yeah. There's nothing worse than when someone wants to make up their own language. It, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, sorry, I speak a dialect of English. It's it's it's, it's unproductive uh, and unbecoming of one. Philly, the Philly area, you know, it's huge. Is Wooder? Wooder is yeah. a big one around. You know that. Yeah, I'm very one. familiar with that one. Like, I'm just going to take the A, replace, and the AT, replace it with a Z, an OO and a D. Yeah. But my dad, oh, my dad said water. Water. Me. I escaped that mess. Yeah. Now I say it correctly, like a normal person. Well, yeah, water. Right. Yeah. Of course. Do you like the Warriors today? Oh, let me say, I've been waiting for the Clay Thompson game where you, where he just breaks out of that and starts raining down threes. 
Yeah. What a nice thing to see. It's not going to happen every game, but he's been super streaky coming back from that, you know, prolonged injury. Uh, well, many of them last game, he just went nuclear and had a, had a huge game. Meanwhile, Jordan Poole was still fine in his own right. But the thing that's amazing about this dude is he is just, he's attempted 13 threes in four of his last five games. So if you're just talking about three point five and the three point bonus on DraftKings, uh, you're getting games out of, out of Jordan Poole with five, seven, six three pointers made, jacking up 13 a game. And he's yeah. still like 7,700 almost feels too cheap for the minutes he's playing. Uh, to me, it is. He's very clearly the best option you're going to get on the DraftKings side at that $7,700 price tag. I have a little bit of interest in like Wiggins or maybe even Gary Payton now that he's back, but nothing too, too crazy there. I think the only real priority on the DraftKings side is Jordan Poole. Clay at 8,200 is just a little bit too healthy for me. On the FanDuel side, though, I think it's a little bit easier to get to Poole again at 7,700. He also has shooting guard eligibility in addition to the point guard eligibility. Clay is $700 cheaper than he is on DraftKings. That makes it a little bit more appealing. Wiggins is 6,100. He's $500 cheaper. I think he's a little bit more interesting. And then we got to talk about Draymond. I don't know how many minutes this dude's going to play today. I don't know what he's capable of playing. I don't even know if he's going to be any good. But he is 4,900 on FanDuel, and he's power forward center. And you can't ignore that. He's the most owned guy from the Warriors today on FanDuel, and I agree with it. All right. You said devolves. Yeah, it is devolving. You look at some of the words that are being inserted into the dictionary now. It's like, man, what have we become? Yeah. The older I get, though, the more just I find miserable I am. So, like, I'm happy and I thoroughly love life, but I'm no, I'm a lot more cynical, right? I think that's fair to say. I'm very cynical now. I just, there's just too many people and that creates too many people at the extreme side. All right. So you're advocating for population control? I, I mean, I've been advocating for that forever. <laughs> like going forward or just start cleaning up the mess with what we have now? I like, mean, I'm like not going to just now. You know, I didn't take it? the trash out before, but now I'm going to start. No, I'm going to clean it out already. Oh, oh okay. So, I'm team Ben Raza here. Okay. So we're going in. We're okay. We're gonna I'm going to be, I'll be, I'll be Ben's running mate. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to treat the problem. We're not going to try and prevent it going forward. We're just we're going to do no. We're going to do both. Do both. We're gonna, both. Yeah, we're going to do both. both. Okay. We're going to do one both. day. I'll, one day I'll ask you how you would get started on that. I so mean, there are very easy ways to do that, and I, they're not even going to be tied to anything super negative. Okay. Well, I think you. I think we like we could lop out a Billy almost immediately, like without even having to really put a lot of thought into it. And I got a sneaky suspicion I'm going to lose a lot of people that I know. I'm not, I'm not going down this rabbit hole with you right now. I mean, it, it is, it's totally blind to every sort of thing that you could normally think. There are way bigger distinctions that we could just wash our hands with. One day when we haven't taken up a lot of time already, we will revisit this for sure. The only time we will ever revisit this is when we get to have another YouTube channel that won't get us thrown off of YouTube. Okay. <laughs> Can't happen on this one. Okay, it's like that. All right. Well, that's good to know. Washington, yeah. we saw last game, they shook the, the starting lineup out, uh, shook up the starting lineup. Hal Neto did not start. Did he even play? Uh, no. Played like he, five minutes? Oh, no, no, he didn't, no. Uh, he didn't play at all. I was thinking about what I haven't projected for today. <laughs> yeah, no, he, did, he didn't even play. No, no, so, he was fully out. So that leaves us with uh, – with some decisions to make here, right? So that game was what the 25th of March. Does that affect anybody enough to say, you know what, maybe, maybe they're viable today. Like a uh, Thomas Sutteronsky who played almost 30 minutes in the starting lineup, replacing Neto. Yeah. I think Sato looks really good here. Assuming that it just continues like it did point guard, small forward eligibility on drafting. So you could also put him in at guard forward and utility. He is very clearly to me, the best option you're going to get to from Washington, just as a value play. You know, if you want to take some, sh uh, everybody else just sort of looks the same at that point. I think you need every one of those 32 minutes from Porzingis to feel a little bit better. But if you tell me you like Rui, if you tell me you like Denny, if you tell me you like Kispert, if you tell me you like KCP, I don't have an individual that I just want to 
like prioritize over anybody else. I, I'm fine with all of them. I don't think any of them look all that great to begin with. Anybody else for Washington? <laughs> great work there. Uh, no, I, I don't think so. There's just not a real priority anywhere on the Wizards outside of assuming Sadoransky starts, that just becomes an easy value option. Hit that thumbs up too. Uh, maybe get to 200, almost 500 people watching. Almost 500 people watching on a uh, on a Sunday morning. Great stuff. If you're coming in from church, maybe a little brunch action. We got you. Can always listen back. Might be tough on this one, but you can always try. I love brunch. El Negro Loco, me too. El Negro Loco, thanks for Super Chat. Happy belated birthday, Lafi. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Uh, and no wash, Josh. No wash. Oh, and no wash, Josh, talking about uh, washing hands is funny. Yeah, well, he's an honest. It's man. not no wash. I'm not anti washing my hands. You're just, you're just infrequent wash, Josh. Oh, in my own home, yes. Yeah, in your own home. Okay. Mike Campbell, why are the Suns only laying three and a half to your Sixers, Lafay? I saw it as four and a half. Did it? I had it as five earlier. It's at four now. So you're asking, you might be asking the wrong question. Question would be why does it keep moving? To the Sixers, because the Sixers actually, uh, yeah, it opened at five. Sixers actually aren't nearly as bad as they looked against the Nets and stuff. Like they still have Joel Embiid and James Harden and a good defense. That's why they're still a good basketball team. All right. And no matter what anybody thinks about how that trade went down, they got better. Yes. Right. I'm not saying they're going to go out there and win the finals, but they're still a good team. What do you think? They shouldn't be like eight point dogs in Phoenix. They have the ninth best point differential in the league. Yeah. They're a fine team. Fine. Not, not amazing. Not bad. Tell you what is amazing though. This deal with Yahoo fantasy, where you get a free month of awesome plus platinum for simply signing up using the link in the description or the one that Jordan Klein is about to throw in the chat right now. That's all you have to do is click that sign up, uh, deposit $10. They'll give you $10 back in free play on top of that. So that's sweet. That's free and enter a paid contest. And we will email you, get you set up, free month, $90 value, every single thing on the site from ownership to player projections to top stack tools, boom bust tools, uh, lineup builder. If you want to get the Fantasy Cruncher add-on, you can do that as well. All of our articles, everything, you name it, on the site. You got it for the month, not just basketball. Baseball, hockey, MMA, PGA, uh, NASCAR happening today as well, eSports, and and. If you want to kind of expedite the process, get in quickly. Maybe you want to get in on some NASCAR action this afternoon. Use our top driver tool. Use our ownership, our, our driver projections, all that. Email us at awesomeo or support at awesomeo.com after you deposit uh, and enter a paid contest, and we'll expedite the process, get you set up. But Yahoo, for real, has the best payout structure you're going to find over there, the lowest management fees, rake on other sites. Uh, and some great contests. So it's not just about signing up to get the free month. It's actually taking advantage of a site that uh, has got some really good contests out there, good pay structures, and uh, they're not taking as much of your money in these contests, which is always a good thing. Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports Sponsor, The Strategy Show. Got to use the link, though. You want to get that free month. All right. Where else are we going here, Josh? We got Lakers and the Pelts. So Lakers. Yeah, yeah I know. LeBron James questionable Dwight Howard for whatever that's worth questionable. Do you, I'm assuming you have LeBron in right now. Correct. So against the Pels, it is not like this is a bad spot at all for LeBron James. I mean, it's actually yeah. a very good spot in the event that he plays. I like him a lot more on FanDuel than I do on DraftKings. 11,200 on DK. Like he's getting 18% ownership. I, I don't see the appeal uh, to me, he's wildly overowned. I, okay. I'd prefer to get to a lot more of the payup options. He's still only 1.4 fantasy points per minute over the last 30 days. I say only. It's it's not as if he's just been like putting the team on his back and he's been playing above his head and all that. Like it's he's just been himself. In my model, he's a 1.41 guy. In this game, I got him at 1.41. In the last 30 days, he's 1.41. He's clear across the board, the same guy, no matter how I'm looking at him. I don't understand why he's owned as much as he is on DK makes a little bit more sense on FanDuel just because of the way that rosters are built. And after that, I don't want anybody from the Lakers. Okay. It, 
they just look terrible. I don't know who's playing half the time. You get DJ Augustine playing 14 minutes one day, 22 the next, and then Melo plays 30 and then 20. Just don't play anybody. If Maybe LeBron a little sit, bit of LeBron. What if LeBron sets? Obviously, we're way more likely to get to Russ. That's not fun. Uh, Mello probably becomes a lot more interesting. 4,400 on FanDuel, 4,900 on DraftKings. THT, if he ends up in, he's 3,900 on FanDuel. Wenyan Gabriel probably looks a little bit better. We just we unlock a lot more value from the Lakers if LeBron is out. Yes, we do. And the Pelicans, on the other hand, you had Brandon Ingram was actually questionable yesterday and ended up not playing. So I do think there's a chance that he plays today. Yeah. We haven't put him in. Yeah, we have him projected in right now, too. Uh, our ownership projections, our player projections, he's in all of that. He's in the boom-bust tool. Uh, that just eh, – C.J. McCall, this is a really good spot for them. The Lakers have been yeah. terrible against pretty much any position, any player. Uh, but if Ingram does come back and he's not limited, now you're looking at like $8,600 C.J. McCollum with Brandon Ingram back on the floor. Yeah, so – I still like CJ. And like, like I said, I have Brandon Ingram in. I like CJ on FanDuel at 7,800. He's $800 more expensive on DraftKings. To me, he's fine at that spot. I don't really have any interest in Ingram on FanDuel. 9,300. That is an impossibility on a day like today. 7,500 could be okay. I just don't think he's going to play his normal run. I gave him 30 minutes. I don't know what Ingram coming back does to the Jackson Hayes at the four minutes. He scares me a little bit, but might be a little under-owned just the way that things are breaking. I just – normally you face the Lakers and you end up looking a little bit better from a DFS perspective. I don't think that the Pelicans look very good outside of maybe CJ on FanDuel. Okay. I think this is the worst game on the slate. I will say, though, that the Westbrook triple-double props have been appealing to me lately. I've been – been on the double double props he is seeing a lot more potential assists like a lot more a lot more touches his role does appear to have changed a little bit so yeah you you want to get frisky he's probably like he's probably like 10 to 1 the triple double god i hate him yeah but i'm willing to take some shots there you know sprinkle a little bit we'll see i mean it's not, oh, you mean if lebron is out no I mean, oh, okay. it, look, it, it, which game, what was the last game LeBron missed? It was just a Philly game, right? Because they haven't played since then. I, I could pull up his potential rebounds and his and his assist opportunities, but his last three games, or his, were, you know, he triple-doubled against Toronto. He had 10 and 8 against Washington, 5 and 11 uh, against Cleveland. Like, if I'm getting it at 10 to 1, just he's been playing differently lately, uh, and he's been playing more minutes. So, yeah, we'll see. But if LeBron is out, then yeah, I think. But I think, you know, you're not getting nearly as good odds if LeBron is out. Absolutely. Right. You're probably getting, honestly, triple-double for Westbrook's probably like four to one, maybe three, plus, you know, plus 350. I don't even think it would be anything crazy. Do you? If LeBron's out? No, it would be a relatively reasonable line. Like, I don't, hopefully you can get to it before it flips over. <laughs> It's right. really the easiest way to say it. Uh, Joe, oh, free super chat. Any other props you like tonight, Lafayette? Honestly, did I, I haven't even looked at any of them. I've just been paying attention to, to how Westbrook's playing lately, and it's looked it's been different. Uh, so uh, if I do, I'll, I'll throw them out there on Twitter, but I haven't looked yet. Um, all right. Nothing else from this one, huh? No. All right. You know, we got uh, till April 1st, Josh, to get 25% off the annual MLB pass, just using the promo code TROUT, everything in the MLB for the entire year, 25% off the annual pass. Not bad deal. Can't beat it. Really can't. can't Trout or awesome.com slash promo. Uh, our MLB tools are sick, like legitimately sick. Top uh, pitchers tool, the top stacks tool I talk, I reference all the time, ownership, player projections, all of that stuff lineup builder like we were talking about with the Iowa for the entire season is 25% off. If you use the promo code trout or just go to awesome.com slash promos and click that button. Uh, you have until April 1st, then it goes to 15%. I think it's good through the 11th, but uh, the early bird is now 25% off. The annual pass is going to save you a ton of money. Uh, and I 
don't think there is a single better MLB product out there uh, than the one that we have. So uh, MLB annual pass, 25% off. Use that promo code TROUT. Uh, and join our Discord as well. Get in on the office hours, especially if you're maybe new to baseball, but you want to get good at it. Uh, have the pros help you answer all your questions. God, look at that graphic. Look at that bulge. Looks more like a minnow to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've seen bigger. <laughs> if we're going to talk about trout. <laughs> all right. Let's go. Uh which what do I have next? Is it Charlotte? Or... <laughs> what do I have next? Charlotte and Brooklyn. Well, the game order is different on certain space. Charlotte seven point dogs against the Nets two thirty nine total. Guess who's able to play at home tonight? That would be Kyrie Irving. That would be Kyrie Irving. Look at that. Some might say he won. Some might say he would. lost. I don't think they're going to say that he won. He didn't win or lose. It, it was meaningless and nothing that he stood for mattered to anybody. <laughs> that dude's just in his own head. People will find ways to politicize both sides of anything, right? And it should they, be either side. Then they balkanize and then they're just then they just hate each other. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not mad at him for what he did. I'm not talking about you. I'm saying like the the raging debates over all this shit yeah. ultimately he's playing tonight and that's all that matters right so very true now that he's back home like i think we all had a feeling that Kyrie irving would be back before the playoffs for home games yeah we all kind of said he'll eh, be there he'll be there yeah. well i mean the reason that he's there is because baseball's coming back and there are way more unvaccinated yankees and mets <laughs> Not true, and it also, but it also coincides with the with the with the playoffs for basketball. Yeah, if there was, if baseball was still locked out, I'm not so sure that this one happens. Eh, maybe, maybe there's just no there, there's there's less public pressure. There, nobody cares then. Yeah, I anyway, guess. You Why? should play People Terry Rozier on Fanduel today. What's that? You should play Terry Rozier on Fanduel today. Yeah, you've been saying that because he's been consistently pretty cheap. He's what yeah. 64 still. Yeah, seven hundred dollars cheaper than he is on DraftKings. He's thirty six percent owned, but he should be one point one five fantasy points per minute over the last thirty days. So he's been playing better, as has Miles Bridges. But his price is about where it where it should be. You like it's? I kind of just like everything from Charlotte. I'm gonna have Rogier a lot on Fanduel, but after that, Bridges, Ball, PJ Washington, Mason Plumley to a degree, forty four hundred on DraftKings, Cody Martin. 3,900 on FanDuel, 3,500 on DraftKings. I think that works decently as a value option. I want to get to all of it because Brooklyn's defense isn't very good, and this should be a pretty fast-paced game. 238 total was what I had. I think you have 239 on the screen. I mean, that's the highest on the slate by a mile. 239, and I think you could go kind of as you were just saying, you could go to plenty of spots for Charlotte. None of them are going to be, other than like you're talking about Rozier on FanDuel, but if you're looking at DraftKings, None of them are just absolute clear smash spots. Right. But from Bridges down to Rozier, Lonzo Ball, Plumlee's really cheap. Like Plumlee, if he's Plumlee's weird because if he's having a decent game, you could see him get some additional minutes, or he could only play, you know, 22 minutes and still have a, a decent enough performance. But the, the ceiling on him isn't terrible in a spot like this. So there's there's a million different ways to get to Charlotte and just mix and match with this team. Like you said, 239 totals huge for this site. When you look at what it's compared to, yeah. there's like there's a 219, a 216, uh, and then a couple of other pretty high ones. But yeah, this this is a fun game. And now you've got Brooklyn. I mean, the other night, James Hart or James Harden, uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, both of them just exploded in the same game. I think that was against Memphis. Yeah. And you see this happen with them just because, you know, one of them goes up doesn't mean the other one can't, but neither of them are particularly cheap. So you're going up against the likes of Luca, Joel Embiid, LeBron James, if he plays, and then you've got guys like Durant, Irving, James Harden, Jason Tatum. Can you prioritize either of these Nets guys tonight in a great matchup, but still pretty expensive? Not really. I mean, Durant is, 11 1 and 11k on FanDuel and DK. Nah, Kyrie's 10 8 and 10 5. Nah, like I don't, 
we didn't talk about him yet, but I'd rather have Luca over either one of those guys. I'd rather have Embiid. I'd rather have Harden. I'd rather have Jason Tatum. I'd rather have LeBron than KD or LeBron than Kyrie. I just, I would have thought that I liked them a lot against Charlotte. They're just too expensive for what they do. Do, do we look towards anyone from Brooklyn then would be the big question here. Like Drummond is still, I, I know, I think you were just talking about a couple of these, but is Drummond at 5,600 with LaMarcus? Wait, isn't is LaMarcus Aldridge? No, he's still out. Yeah, we don't, we don't know. They're on the back-to-back, so we really don't know. No, but he – hold on. I thought I saw – He's going to be coming big... back shortly, but we don't know anything for them today because they played yesterday. No, but Steve Nash said Saturday, so yesterday, that Aldridge is lined up to return to game action next week. So I don't see any way we don't consider him out. Yeah, I mean, I left him out for right now, okay. uh, but we, we have no idea. Okay. I don't, I'm not worried about him. I don't, I don't, he doesn't change anything to me. I think he basically just takes Nick Claxton's minutes and they, we call it a day at that point. Only guy that's really interesting to me from Brooklyn is Drummond. 5,500 on FanDuel, 5,600 on DraftKings. He's a 1.3 fantasy point per minute guy. That's the guy that I would take the biggest shot on. That's the guy who has the biggest ownership on both sites. I'm not, I don't really want to get to a ton of Drummond. I mean, I, I mentioned him before, but. Drummond is 5,600. He's going to play like 23 minutes. Robert Williams is 6K on DraftKings. He's going to play like 33, and he's the same guy. So uh, just play a lot of Robert Williams instead. Do we want to play a lot of players from the Utah Jazz going up against the Dallas Mavericks? I'm honestly surprised that this game doesn't have a lower total than it does. I honestly thought it would be even lower than 216. Dallas playing at the slowest pace in the league. They're quality yeah. enough defense. And then Utah just, you know, not one of the fastest teams either. I, th- this game should be a, a slog fest, Josh. Doesn't mean we can't get to some places, but it should be a very slow-paced game compared, excuse me, to the rest of the slate. Yeah, there are no priorities here from Utah. It's, you know, play the guys that play 30-plus minutes. Mitchell, O'Neal, Gobert, Clarkson, Conley. I, I don't want to get to the value of guessing on someone like Juancho Hernan Gomez. I think the best option that you're going to find in this one is $8,400 Mitchell on FanDuel, but even that's still just like a 20 percenter. Uh, I, th- there's not a specific thing from Utah that stands out as a guy that you should get a lot of. All right. Well, you know, we were told that wait, we needed to get to the games. We were taking too long. We were talking about non mind you. Usually that's just one or two people. Everyone else, everyone else enjoys the Sunday vibe, you know, but look what time yeah. it is. We made it. We did. We always and, make it. And boy, did we talk about a lot of random stuff today. Yeah, we did. Whew, all over the map. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. It's the only and way then, I'm going to get through a Sunday show. And then when you get Jordan and Klein in the mix as well, it makes it more fun because he's he's an inter- he's a fascinating character as a producer. Right? Like it, he shakes his head no, but Jordan, I'm telling you, man, it is it is some interesting stuff. Plus, you're what you're like eight years younger than me, and you're. Doing things I could never have dreamed of at that age. So what, like drinking lychee nope, martinis and lychee martinis? Yeah. yeah. We should let the show just run a little bit longer. Let Jordan hang out for a bit more. We should. I'm always about that. Yeah. Every time we want to just go up until NASCAR live before lock. Let's do it. Every time he's he's in the he's in the good current state to do it. But every time we have done a show where Jordan's been on it, it's always gone well. Like he did the not for the, him. Well relatively by my standards and by like an entertainment standard. Absolutely. What was the one that we did a couple months ago, Jordan? The Super Bowl rankings, right? Oh yeah. 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 Like the, the halftime show rankings. That was a blast. Yeah. That was fun. I, pa- I passed out blacked out on my couch after that. Jeff, Jeffrey said, if they don't enjoy the superfluous rhetoric, they can find something else to do. Hell yeah, brother. Solid use of superfluous. All right, I have one more thing to do. Is it asking me about Dallas? Before I get to Dallas. Okay, is it breaks again? It is breaks of God. (laughs) Fantasy sports fans, what if you caught a break with the potential to net a couple hundred thousand dollars with less than a hundred dollar investment? Oh, you're listening now, huh? 
Well, we have great news because breaksofgod.com is the place to catch that break. Breaks of God is the latest sports card collecting trying to catch fire in America. And it's just like the arena last night in Toronto. Uh, and it's how sports card collectors of all ages are building high value card collections without huge investments or risk. It has quickly become a popular and economical way for sports fans to get potentially high value or rare cards without having to buy $1,500 boxes or cases themselves. Crazy. From football to baseball and everything in between, there are many slot options available for under $100 so you can get in on the big money action. Breaks of God box breaks dramatically increase your odds of getting big money premium sports trading cards for a fraction of the cost of expensive, hard-to-get boxes. All the cards are broken from sealed premium boxes live on Instagram, and the cards are shipped directly to you for free when the live break is over. Now, slots are limited, so act fast. To learn more about how you can hit big money cards and get 30% off, 30% off your first break, go to breaksofgod.com slash A30. That's A30, breaksofgod.com slash A30, and get 30% off your first break. Also, Josh, where should they be sure to follow them on Instagram? That would be at Breaks of Gad. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, Breaks of Gad. Sponsor of the strategy show. Let's wrap this one up. By the way, I love how chat now it's just uh, it's everywhere. Yeah. Just yeah. Spelled differently on every on, on with everybody. <laughs> Breaks again is the new YSRPs. It's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's good stuff. Breaks of God. All right. Oh my God. Let's talk about Dallas and get out of here for the day. We'll let Jordan go lay down for a bit. Is this your only show today, Jordan? No, he's got everything. Oh, you're just here. <laughs> that face. <laughs> That's great. I hope you just put producer cam up for that. All right. Uh, talk to me about Luke. Yeah, he did. He did. Talk to me about Luka Doncic uh, and the rest of this dismal team from a fantasy standpoint. Yeah, Luka's my preferred payup option here. 10-3 on FanDuel looks great. He's pulling the ownership and he completely deserves it. I got him at 1.54 fantasy points per minute here. 39% usage since Dinwiddie's been here. 44% assist rate. I'm even happy to get to him on DraftKings at 11-6. I know that's a big tag, but I think that he's the best payup option. Unless you consider Jason Tatum a payup option at 9,600. The matchup kind of changes it a little bit, but... I love the idea of getting to Luca. It's a good matchup for Luca in particular. Um, just the way that he plays, like they doubt Utah doesn't really have a great setup to slow him down. After that, I probably am not doing too much else with Dallas, whether you go to Finney Smith or Bullock or Brunson or Dinwiddie, all those guys are okay options. No real priorities. Luca Doncic is the clear star here. Who's your favorite high end play on this slate? So if we're considering like the 9K range to also be in that, it's sure. Jason Tatum on DraftKings. Tatum? Yeah, he's 9,600. He gets that Minnesota matchup, and he's been Great. playing so well as of late. But uh, Luca would be my second option. Um, he's Luca's my favorite option on FanDuel for sure at 10-3, and I think he's second on DraftKings. So it's either Tatum or Luca. Honestly, a little surprised that you, that you don't like LeBron if he plays in this spot against the Pels. I, I mean, what's there to like? Who's your favorite value play? There's not a lot. Obviously, Grant Williams, but there's not much from a value. Like, Mason Plumlee's cheap, but, you know, volatile player, good tournament option. Any other value that you think is, is really good right now if news doesn't break? Yeah, it's, it's Grant Williams and it's Sadoransky, I think. Yeah, Sada is a good one, too. It depends how high you want. Like, you know, Jared Vanderbilt's 4,300. That's not bad. If we're talking about, like, sub-4K guys, it's Sado yeah. and it's Grant Williams. Okay, good stuff. Jordan, you got to break till 2.30 at least, right? Or, well, 11.30 your time? What's that mean? Can I, yeah, I have like an hour break. So, I mean, what, I can just sit down for like 45 minutes, at the 45 minutes or something? What, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, yeah, don't run laps. But I'm saying <laughs> this show's over now, and then yeah. the next show is not for three and a half hours. Is it? There we go. I'll take it. Yeah, NASCAR yeah, locks before locks at two thirty. You don't have to do anything until like what two o'clock. Oh, there you go. Oh, cool. You could take a like a solid two and a half hour nap right now and yeah. feel yeah. reinvigorated. Definitely gonna brew some milk tea though before that. But, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you brew it? No, I don't make my own. But yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say. 
a little little uh, liquid IV and you'll be good to go, man. Go get a real IV. That is something I feel like Jordan Klein would do. Yeah, I'm sure it's like very close to you. Yeah, from oh, it's probably downstairs. Standpoint. No, I'm just gonna hit the. I'll, 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 yeah, I'll hit the steam room in the sauna and I'll be good. Yeah. Jordan, dude, Jordan's like the guy from Billions that just has him come to him. Smart. <laughs> With the, you ever watch Billions? Never once. Oh, uh, okay. But like, you know where you have like the nurses come up with the IVs yeah. and they just, they get you going for the next day. Yeah, you got some time, man. You'll be all right. Sending you my love, brother. I know the feeling. And uh, we got NASCAR coming up 2.30, live before lock. We got uh, deeper dive for NBA at 4 or 5, live before lock from 5 to 6. Josh and I'll be back here live before lock tomorrow. That's been fun. Uh, we'll have a good time tomorrow. We will. We will. And then, of course, know, what's the schedule game? look like? Do you know what's that? Nine games tomorrow. Okay, not great, not bad. We'll take it. Yeah, we're coming up on the final two weeks of the season, so let's make it worthwhile. Appreciate you guys taking your time on a Sunday to hang out with us. Hit that thumbs up three until we get to 200. That would be great. And uh, follow Josh at Josh Engelman, me at Lafayette underscore D. Shout out to our boy Jordan Klein. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Peace.